You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Brownstein, and today I have with me Jackie Pilosoff. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me, Jamie. I'm so excited you're here. So Jackie is like a divorce guru, (laughs) would we say? Um, And so I'm going to read to you guys a little bit about Jackie, and then we're going to get into some really interesting stuff about how she can help you go through a divorce Um, or how her tip, she has lots of tips and nuggets. So Jackie Pilosoff is the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, a website, podcast, mobile app, and community for those facing divorce. A former broadcast and newspaper reporter, Pilosoff is also the creator of the syndicated Chicago Tribune column, Love Essentially, which was published weekly for eight years. Pilosoff holds a master's in journalism from Boston University. We both went to Boston University and lives in Chicago with her fiance, her kids when they're home, and her beloved dog. And you can learn more about her at divorcedgirlsmiling.com, which we will, um, she can plug away, of course, um, as we go on. So, Jackie, would you like to tell us a little bit about you before we get into the eight great things that divorce um, can do for a woman? Sure. Well, Jamie, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk about all these much needed things. And a little bit of background on me is that I went through a divorce almost 15 years ago now, and I was in so much pain And it was so stressful and I felt very disconnected. Like I didn't have anyone to talk to. I was living um, uh, with no family in town, two toddlers, and it was just really isolating. So that was the motivation for starting Divorce Girl Smiling because I didn't want anyone to ever feel like they didn't have a community behind them to offer support, validation, just to r- throw ideas off of each other, and to get connected with great professional resources, too. Mm. So I started it like eight years ago, and I'm so excited about it because I think we're helping so many men and women who really need this kind of support. Well, what I love about what you do, because it's what I do also, is that you're helping people. And it feels good. And I can tell just by the way from your story that you that it makes you feel good to help people. And the fact that the work that you do is also you're being vulnerable and you're being relatable because you're telling your story saying, I've been through it. So now I can help you. I think one of the reasons Divorced Girl Smiling got successful is because I was not afraid to tell the truth, be my authentic self. Um, you know, tell people when I screwed up, tell people what I did that was right. And, you know, don't try to be anything that I'm not except a journalist who went through a divorce. And you're a lot more than that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm not like a, I don't have a degree in psychology or anything. Right. I'm just a person, but I experienced a lot of things. I made a lot of mistakes and I did a lot of good stuff. And I'm a writer, so go figure. It's just, I, I I think it's the perfect mixture. I mean, 
And of course, it's the perfect mixture because this is what you're meant to do. I think so. So you have eight, you have a list of eight things that why divorce or how it helps women, why it's good for women. So let's, Mm -hmm. let's hear this. Okay. So before we start talking about this, Jamie, I want people to know that Divorce Girl Smiling and me, I'm not promoting divorce. I'm not trying to tell people you should get divorced. It's the greatest thing. I'm trying to help people who either realize that they're in a really unhealthy marriage and have to get out or people whose spouse came home and said to them, honey, I want a divorce. So when you find yourself in that situation, you know, I'm here to help support you. And when I say what divorce does for a woman, eight great, great things divorce does for a woman, um, I don't mean, you know, that you should get divorced because this, you're going to have all these great things, but rather if you are faced with divorce, which we all know nobody wants, then here's what you don't realize is going to happen to you. Here are eight great things that you don't even know that you're going to wake up one day and realize that it has happened to you. And I love that that's such a positive message. It's if it's accepting your reality, if the reality is that in your life you are getting divorced, then how can you make it into as positive as possible of an experience? Exactly. Because so, you know, when, you- when people are going through a divorce they're thinking, you know, is, is the divorce going to make me bitter? Is it going to make me lonely? Is it going to make me not ever be able to trust someone again? Is it going to make me have no self-confidence? Is it going to make me weak? And so those are all definitely not true and not going to happen to you. Exactly. And I agree. <laughs> and I, I just love the positivity versus the negativity because there's so much there's so much negative negativity out there surrounding divorce and there's so much negativity just in this world in general. Yes. <laughs> so, and you say, you know, it's funny. The reason I chose the name divorce girl smiling is because when you think about it, it's, it's like um, ironic, like, wait, divorce, right. why would you be smiling? But I'm here to tell you that if you are patient and you make the right decisions and you really focus on working on yourself moving forward, you will end up smiling and you will end up happy. Yes. And I always believe that what you wish was being hell and really not fun to go through, which there will be aspects of the not fun part. Um, then that's the way it's going to be. But if you visualize it being as easy as possible, then that's the way that it will be. So, and I'm sure you're going to talk about that with your list. So let's hear this list. Okay. And before we get into that, I will say, I've heard you say that before. You said it to me a week ago and I have been so focused on that. And you're, you're so right. If you just envision positivity, that's how your life is going to be. It works. It does. I'm so excited. So a week ago I was on Jackie's podcast. Oh, I love that you're, that you took that in and you've already put it into practice. It's like I got a free session. I love it. Yay. Yes. These things do work. Visualization is a very real Mm -hmm. thing. 
It is. Okay. So you want to get into the eight great things that can happen to a woman going through a divorce. Yes. Okay. So the first one is that divorce makes you independent. It forces you to be independent, which can be scary um, and which can cause anxiety, but you don't have a choice. And in the long run, you're going to love yourself so much because you're going to be so much more independent than you thought you could be. Mm. I love that because. And, and that's like not just practical things. That's everything. That's I'm able to sit home on a Saturday night by myself, watch movies and not cry all night and feel sorry for myself, but actually enjoy my night to I can. um deal with the fact, like, I'll never forget when I was first getting divorced, I saw a mouse in hell and I'm screaming. <laughs> and then my kids woke up and they were screaming. And then we called my, one of my really good friends, husband, and he came over with mouse traps. <laughs> like, you know, but I realized I was like, okay, I handled the problem. I called somebody I needed help. Or I could have gone out and bought the mousetraps, but it was just like, okay, th that was a husband job that I didn't have a husband for anymore. And that was scary, you know, but mm -hmm. I dealt with it. There was a lot more worse things than mice, but that's just funny. like the bears that were outside. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, okay. Well, yes. It helps people, it helps women to get more empowered and to realize I can do this on my own and to, to also look into the fact that there are resources that can help you. And that experience to me also is so beautiful because it probably made you feel loved and taken care of. You right. asked your friend's husband and he was there for you. And also it makes you not afraid to ask for help. You know, like so many, especially women are so afraid to ask for help. And anyone listening to this, please, don't be afraid to ask your community members and your friends because you're, they're going to be so much more receptive than you think. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do this all alone by yourself. Not at all. And the truth is we are all never alone. I mean, that's a spiritual thing, but, it, but it's true. Really? We're never alone. We are always surrounded by love. It's just a matter of being open to it. And yeah, asking for help. I mean, I read this somewhere recently about how the most successful people in this world, the Bill Gates, the Oprah's, whatever, they have teams. They have people that have helped them get there. They didn't just get there literally by themselves. So And it can be people. scary to ask for help, but they asked for help and asked yeah. for what they wanted to do. And I'm sure you're a Barbara Streisand fan. I love her. Yeah. So people, people who need people. <laughs> Yeah. Are the luckiest people in the world. Okay, number two. Number okay, two? the second great thing that happens is divorce might make you go back to work. So this is a big deal because when I got divorced, I had been a successful um, television reporter. I had also worked in sales, had a really lucrative career. And when I got divorced, I was a stay-at-home mom and I felt frumpy and old, and I had no self-confidence in my ability to do anything, you know, other than change diapers and go to Costco. And I think that a lot of times people get divorced and you have to go back to work or you have to change careers. 
and it's really scary. And for me, the biggest thing that was scary was technology because I didn't even know how to text or anything and, or use the computer, whatever. I was horrible at it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So if you do have to go back to work, you're going to be so happy. It's so scary, but you will be so happy. I, I can't even express how much work has done for me financially, socially, for my self-esteem, for my relationship with my kids. There are a million benefits. In fact, I wrote a few articles of the benefits of going back to work. Yes. I mean, working gives you that added identity outside of just being a mom, which there are plenty of people that are stay-at-home moms and they're meant to be and they love it. However, people that because of a divorce or they choose to work, it just adds that an aspect of your identity that makes you feel good. And the other thing about working is that you don't have to be in a job where you say, this is my passion. This is the greatest thing I've ever done. As long as you can wake up every day and say, I'm making a difference in the world. I'm surrounding myself with people, you know, who are healthy for me and I'm bringing home a paycheck. Like that's a huge deal. You don't have to say like, oh, I could have been this, you know, like for me, I always wanted to be Katie Couric. I wanted to be the Today Show host. What I'm doing now feels so important to me. And so it doesn't matter. You know, I, I just feel like if you feel like you're making some kind of difference, financially, you're doing well and you're surrounding yourself with good people, you're in good shape. Well, it sounds like you're fulfilled. Right. Extremely. And by the way, I can totally see you being like on the view. Hey, it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, there's still time. You have a great personality. You're funny. So if anybody's watching out there, any producers or agents. I'm available. (laughs) She's not dead yet. Okay. So um, moving on to number three. Number three. Number three is divorce can actually make you less lonely. So I think when people go through a divorce, they're thinking, I don't want to be alone. But if you think about it, you might have been lonelier in your marriage than you would be if you were sitting home alone while your kids are with your ex. Mm -hmm. And I I completely agree. And I talk about this all the time because it's a different type of loneliness. It's like when you're in a relationship and you're not happy, there's nothing worse than that feeling. 100%. It's worse to be with one who is the And you won't also, if you get divorced, and I don't mean you're going to be alone forever. You're just alone temporarily. Yes. You have no idea. I have a, a, a book that's written about all the fun things and the people I dated after divorce. It's not published yet, but I've written it. Um, so if there's anyone interested in it, let me know. Um, Do you have a title? I can't say, okay, can't say it. Okay. I don't want anyone to steal it. Okay. Um, I'm so excited about this. And briefly, if you would like to just tell us, because you mentioned fiance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this like through an app or? Oh, so... Um, I was divorced for, I'm going to say seven or eight years when I met my guy 
And I know this sounds really cheesy, but he was my son's baseball coach in second grade. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I, he was married at the time, so I knew him, but then, and then I didn't see him for many, many years. And then we ran into each other later at our gym, like a community gym. And we became friends for a couple of years. And then he told me he was getting divorced and I wasn't dating anyone. And the rest is history. So when is the wedding? So I think that he and I literally, I think I was in love with him after the first date. Like, because we were already friends. I knew him so well. So no plans for a wedding yet because we are figuring out we both still have kids at home and we're just kind of waiting to blend, you know. Mm. Yeah. And have you seen that movie Blended? I think it's, um, I think I talked about this on the last, last week's podcast. Um, with Drew Barrymore and if you haven't seen it, Drew Barrymore. I saw parts of it. I think my kids have watched it and I've seen like little clips. Cute. It's one of my favorite movies. I mean, oh, it, really? it's just, it's so, it's just so good. It's a feel good movie. Okay. So where are we? Number four. Okay. So we are on number four. It can make you more creative and fun. <laughs> okay. Um, so basically when I hear this from a lot of people getting divorced, they'll say, I don't want to move out of my house, but financially I have to, we're going to sell the house. And, you know, it's, it's very traumatic. It's very hard to leave your home. But what people don't realize is that you get to move into this new place. And yes, it might be smaller, whatever. You can reorganize yourself. You can redecorate you can make it whatever you want and it's your place and it can be a lot of fun. And to me, the word, um, yes, yeah, space and freedom comes up. And also just the fact that you've been living with, at, with at least one of like your husband, plus at least most people, at least one child. <laughs> so you never have alone time. And so to have this, your own space is really a positive, good thing because as women, we, we don't take a lot of time for self-care. We should do more of it. And so I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. And so you must be saying like a, every woman needs a she shed. So see that love thing behind you? Like I would want that for my office. Oh, That's awesome. Okay. And you can't have that in your house if you're married. I mean, well, you can. Okay, I'm married. Oh, but you have a show. That's this is my office. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, but you have a show about love. So I do. And I would, you're, but you're right. I would not put this like above our bed because that would just be cheesy. <laughs> that would be like the Sybaris. Remember the Sybaris? I heard about it. Never made it there myself, though. I think it was like the 80s or 90s, the place where this is a place where people would go and there's like jacuzzis. It's one of those like disgusting places. Okay. <laughs> um, where are we? Number five. Right. Yeah, number five. Divorce can make you more interesting, active, and unafraid. So there are so many things that I have done since I've gotten divorced that I would never have done if I had stayed married. Um, for example, places that I traveled, hobbies I took up, um, 
learned another language, uh, started making traditions, you know, with cooking and um, just things that I never would have done. So, and one of my really, really close friends, she was blindsided. Her husband of 27 years basically came home one day and said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I'm in love with another woman. We're getting married. And this poor woman was like shocked. And after she got divorced, I watched her through the whole healing process. She has run a marathon and she was like over 50 at the time when her husband told her this. She's been to Israel, Spain, China, um, joined a softball league and basically just never says no to anything you ask her to do. So my question for you is, and I really love this. Um, my question for you is why do you think that when you were married, you didn't do these things or what was holding you back? Well, okay. Like, and this is not to bash my ex-husband at all, but no. he didn't ski. So when I got married, I gave up skiing, basically. I didn't ski from the time I was 35 until when I got divorced, somebody asked me if I wanted to go on a ski trip with a group of people in this humongous mansion. It was so much fun. It was in Deer Valley, and we were all in this mansion staying there and I skied again for the first time and I was like wow this is so fun and it's not over yet I have this whole life ahead of me and mm -hmm. I say that to people who are getting divorced at 35 or 75 I mean it's not over it is never too late to reinvent yourself do what you want to do have do you know fulfill the passions that you have Yes, I love it. And it's making me think of just in general when there are couples, because I work with these couples a lot, where one person is a homebody and the other one isn't. And you would think that that could be something that you can work out. And some couples do work out if right. they're meant to be together. Right. But what that's saying to me also is in a situation with a divorce, then that person that just wants to live and travel and, and not just stay at home all the time, they just feel that freedom. Now, Jamie, do you do couples counseling also? I do, yeah. Because I would think what you're saying to me is that, you know, yes, couples shouldn't hold each other back, but there's also a way to compromise. If you're really in love and you want your marriage to work, you have to say to your spouse, if this is the restaurant you want to go to, we'll go. If this is the trip you want to take, let's take it. And that person should be doing the same thing for the other person. Yeah. I should be a therapist. You, you would be, well, when we talked before, I was like, why you should be like a divorce coach or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, one note on what we were just talking about, and we have nine minutes left is because we got to get through is that I always say to my couples that there's a difference between compromising and sacrificing. Compromising is 100% healthy. You want to do that in a relationship. Sacrificing is when it's like out of your integrity. You, it makes you feel uncomfortable. You should never sacrifice, but yes, compromise. Okay. And you should be so in love with the person that you want to do that for them. Yes. Like, yes. You know, I find myself in this relationship that I've been in now for seven years. I'm bending over backwards and he bends over backwards for me too, that it's almost uncomfortable. It's almost like we're trying to top each other all the time. 
and we just are givers to each other. It's so beautiful. It's the best relationship because of that reason. Well, I'm making a documentary. I don't know if I told you. Side note, we'll talk about this later. Of couples that have it, that are just really in love. So maybe I'll I'll interview you guys. Okay, moving on. love to be featured. (laughs) Of course. See, there's your big break. Okay, next number. Okay, next thing on the list is it forces you to say bye-bye to your mother-in-law. Okay, so keep in mind, I wrote this a while ago. And I do have to say, I really, really like my former mother-in-law now. We had our problems during the marriage. We had even bigger problems during the divorce. But now, like, we've both let it go. And it's it's actually really peaceful. So I kind of feel bad saying that. But I think that um, here's another thing I want to say, too, is that when people get divorced, sometimes they don't want to say bye-bye to their mother-in-law. And they're devastated because they love her and she's maybe taking sides with the spouse. But what I want to tell people listening to this is that you really have to accept that your mother-in-law might not be your friend anymore. It's very difficult for a lot of people and they're extremely hurt, but blood is so thick. It's not personal. It's just that blood is just way too much thicker than the marriage. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. And um, whatever is meant to be is meant to be. If if for whatever reason it works out, if it's a conscious uncoupling and and everybody's kind of getting along, eventually, even if it's not the beginning and you're supposed to eventually have lunch sometime or whatever, um, then it will be. But if it's not, then it's about accepting. What right, accepting. And then also, you're right, Jamie, it might not always be that way. Like I just said about my former mother-in-law, we were really at odds. I, if somebody would have told me we'd be friends again now, I would have said, you're crazy. And it worked out fine. But just try not to be hurt for those who are listening if your mother-in-law dumps you after your divorce. Yeah, because that would be expected. <clears throat> okay, next one. Okay, number, number seven. Divorce allows you to parent the way you want. So this is big with a lot of people, especially who have young kids. But I shouldn't even say that. Kids of all ages. Um, Remember that you cannot control what happens when your kids go to your ex. I get so many emails from moms who are so upset, um, including me when I was first getting divorced. My kids are going to my ex. They're not brushing their teeth before they go to bed. He's letting them have as much dessert as they want. He's letting them stay up half the night. You got to let that go big time. Hmm. And you can parent the way that you want by yourself and have the relationship with your kids that you want. Because a lot of times people get divorced because they have very different parenting styles. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge problem. Well, guess what? Now you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, Yes. So the positive is that you get to do whatever you want to do. And then that the negative, but you can turn to a positive is that you, you, you just have to, that you don't have control over what they're doing with your ex, but um, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Because More time, including me when I was first getting divorced, worrying, crying, stressing out about what the kids were doing at his house. Such a waste of time. 
anything short. Now, if you think the kids are really like in danger right. or their safety is compromised, then you have to make a call to your lawyer and make sure something changes. But you'll know in your heart when you need to intervene or probably never. Okay. I love that. And then finally. Okay. Last one. Divorce creates an opportunity to be with the right person. Yes. So um, the thing is, it took me a really long time. Um, I had another relationship after my divorce that lasted for several years. And I always knew in my gut that it wasn't right. And I'm really lucky because I could have been married again and divorced again. But like, who even cares about that? But there's a reason why 70% of marriages, second marriages end in divorce. And I think mine would have also. Don't feel bad if that happens to you. But even more so, try to heal yourself from your divorce and work on yourself before you get married again. I'm not saying don't date. I'm not saying don't be in a relationship. Do what you want to do. Just, I believe you should wait on marriage for a pretty long time, but that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah. Really, if you're sitting here listening right now and you're going through a divorce and you're devastated, you didn't want it, or maybe you did, but you're afraid you're going to be alone again, I promise you, if you make good decisions and you live your authentic life and you're patient, you will not end up alone. I promise, I promise, I promise. And when you do find somebody, you're going to be so happy and you're going to be like, everything worked out the way it should have. I could not agree more. You know, I believe that when you follow your heart, when you are in your authentic self, you will attract that right man for you and it will all be worth it. And you will be so much more grateful and cherish that relationship so much more because you had that relationship beforehand or two that wasn't right. So you're just going to be even happier. Right. And sounds like you're going. I, I love it. And you're so right because after a divorce, whether you wanted it or not, if you work on yourself, you're such a better partner and you like yourself so much more and you like yourself in your next relationship more. And so it has such a higher chance of being more successful and healthy and happier. Yes. Okay. Really fast website where people can find you. Divorcegirlsmiling.com. And that's how you can get to the podcast, the mobile app, articles, videos, Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Amazing. Or just go to the Today Show. She'll be there. Um, (laughs) And you can always find me at therelationshipexpert.com. Thank you so much, Jackie, for joining us today. And thanks for having me. This was so much fun. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Join us every week on LA Talk Radio, Love Talk Live at 2 p.m. Pacific. Thanks so much. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.